Kreski. Ten for Cappy. And it won't be the player that you have. It's gonna be some jack off like a fullback. Carl Campbell with the advice you can't handle. I'm gonna go ahead and say Eli Rogers. It's a little uh, secret right there, so do not touch that titty. Welcome everybody back to the Power 12. Off the Record Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Tobiaski, joined once again by my co-host and leader of the Day Without a Mexican Movement, Carl Campbell. What's up, Carl? Hey, Tom. How you doing? Well, I'm doing just fine. I'm wondering what the hell's going on with you, a day without a Mexican, huh? Yeah, it actually worked out for about uh, half a day, and then uh, we realized uh, we need a little bit more money. Yeah, eh, I don't blame you, man. So uh, this week... We, uh, we are going to roll out an all-new structure for our new uh, podcast listeners and those that are part of our Power 12 League and those that are not. I'm excited. Uh, so feel free, to, feel free to skip ahead if you like and or feel free to enjoy uh, some of the laughs and the insider information that we'll be spewing off to you. So uh, check it all out. Let's go with segment one, Carl. All the way too early to be giving out these five awards awards. And... Uh, what I mean is that we're giving out awards for just five different things, and it's way too early to be doing this, but we're going to do it. Best draft. But, I mean, for me, there, there was a couple of good drafts going on uh, this year. Obviously, there's some really bad ones uh, that I picked out, but um, <laughs> the one, <laughs> I feel like the one uh, that actually has the best uh, chance to, to, to make some moves this upcoming year uh, might, might be... Ascoin, I don't know. I just, I just have a, I have a feeling about that team. It's a little different. It's not uh, so much based on your big names. Uh, I really like uh, BJ Nutt on the chest. I don't think Alvin Kamara will hold up all season long, but he's got McCaffrey, Kirk Cousins to hold uh, or, or to carry the load. Might I add? Uh, I really like drafting Trey Burton, the tight end from the Bears in the eighth round. That was a real good steal. I think he's going to be a top five tight end. Wow. Uh, can I ask one question though? Yeah, what do you, what do you got? What, what, what the hell is BJ nutting the chest? Hashtag I don't she know. swallowed it. Is it like he nutting on his own chest and then then <laughs> she swallowed it off of that, or is it more like <laughs> she is she a giraffe and then she swallowed it after the nut in the chest? I, I uh, digging too deep into the team. Sorry. Worst draft. In it to win it, I think by far uh, by one of the worst drafts. Uh, I've seen selection-wise. Um, I don't see them going pretty far at all. I see a lot of um, really, really bad. Uh, if you're going to be playing this season, you got to put your best team against there. You're going to put them some magical numbers. Uh, this team is really not going to go far. Ben Roethlisberger, and we'll talk about that here in a minute, uh, just the selection all. I just don't feel like it was very confident in, in the picks. So um, who do you got yeah. as the worst one? Yeah, no, you know what? I'm actually with you on that. It's when it, I think, had the worst draft of all. I'm not even going to touch on Ben Roethlisberger. I'm more concerned about the second pick being A.J. Green, the uh, archaic A.J. Green. Uh, And aside from that, their number one running back, which was their fifth pick, was Isaiah Crowell, followed by Theo Riddick, followed by Peyton Barber, followed by Sean Wilson. Carl, these four running backs are completely subpar. Stupidest draft pick. I I was racking my head around this. I, I just since since we just kicked off. I mean, as soon as the the draft started, I'm like, we're gonna have a good season. Everybody kind of knows each other. We're starting to get a little bit more in depth with our picks. And then I see Ben Roethlisberger get picked in the first round. Um, to me, I that's not even like a one of the 
top five quarterbacks, at least that I see in this upcoming season. I don't, I don't, I, I don't doubt the man's uh, ability, but to be picked so high up uh, when there's so much more talent on there, Ben Roethlisberger needs to be throwing up a hell of a lot more points for you to be uh, picking him in the first round. That's just my, I don't know, man, made my ass itch. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good pick. Uh, my stupidest pick is actually Julio Jones, and I might catch some flack for this, but Julio was picked in the fifth overall by last year was luck, a.k.a. Kim Prito. Way to change your name. In 2015, Julio <laughs> caught eight TDs, right? So in 2016, Julio caught six TDs. Last season, Julio caught three touchdowns. He's going down substantially year over year, and this is a touchdown league, so he's going the wrong way, uh, a.k.a. Sentido Contrario, or con- Contrario. That's what Julio is going. He's going the wrong fucking way. I think best record might. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a little bit of an underdog. Although I picked uh, as coins team to kind of to win it all. I I, I think uh, Yankees all the way has a lot of good old timers in there that can uh, that can give them a pretty good solid uh, run. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously uh, Todd Gurley. You got Larry Fitzgerald, Golden Tate. I mean, and Rob Gronkowski. If he stays healthy, uh, he can put up a lot of numbers up there. So we all so, know that. So- uh, you gotta pick one though, Carl. You gotta pick one. Who is it? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with this one and, and hope the Yankees go all the way. Yankees all the way. I've got the same exact thing. I've got the Yankees all the way going nine and four this season, and I think they're gonna have the best record or somewhat tied for it. I like you said. I really like Russell Wilson. He's gonna have a great year. But one of my favorite picks was the fact that they got number one kicker last year by a very large margin, Greg Zuerlin, the guy that <laughs> tore it up from the floor up. For the St. Louis Rams or for the Los Angeles Rams. Whoops, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a couple years old. Um, his bench oh. sucks, though, so if he has any, any injuries this season, he's screwed. But I'm assuming if they stay overall healthy, he's going to have an excellent season. Who will have the worst record by the end of the season? I'm going to go the other way of the other Salinas with Salinas Law. I think they're going to go 3-10. and 10. And the wow. reason for this being that he's catching the injury bug really early, and we see what that does to teams over the past couple seasons. Jarek McKinnon's already out with a torn ACL. Josh Gordon has a lingering hamstring issue. We all know those things go all season long. Uh, those are two major components to his, I think, his top three or four picks. So that's a, that's a major hammer for him. Plus Aaron Rodgers coming back off an injury from last season, and he's no longer doing commercials with a discount double check, a.k.a. the crotch thrust. So I think his biggest investment he made was the Bears defense and Antonio Brown, who are basically tent poles in this block stadium beer garden. That's, that's, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you a little bit on that one, but I honestly think I'm, I'm going to go the opposite side and say La Bamba, flying guitar at MySpace. Uh, by the way, you need to change that, um, that team name. But um, Actually, that, only... that, actually he, he did change it. That is his team name. Oh. All right, Tom, next uh, segment, segment two in Power 12. We're going to do uh, some quick picks for every matchup going into week one. Week one, quick picks. With the uh, first one on the docket, it is uh, Give Him Sticks versus uh, Close Fisted. And uh, obviously you don't know who Close Fisted is just yet, but you will. You will. Uh, what do you got <laughs> for that and why? Close Fisted, wow, that's a, that must be a new name. And I believe that's Carl Campbell disguised as close-fisted. The reason for this, I'm actually going with get him Sticks. And I think Sticks is going to come around with about uh, 94 points. 
Close fist will be about 70. I think it's going to be a decent blowout. Reason for that being I think Eli Manning has a great first week uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are an overrated defense this season, and Michael Thomas is going to tear it up. Sorry, close fist. <laughs> I think you get a close fist. Uh, you got Saquon Barkley, but uh, no, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think you'll take, uh, you know, uh, give him sticks, takes this one, but I, it's not going to be as big as a blowout. I don't think Eli Manning is going to come in um, against Jacksonville, as, as, although everything's relying on Eli. All right, uh, next one up, supplies. Cooney. Cooney. Uh, Cooney. Versus uh, Salinas Law. Uh, he already has some uh, choice words for this team. So how do you feel about this one going down? I like supplies, Cooney, of course. He's got Deshaun Watson about to tear it up in Foxborough this week. Uh, actually, I don't foresee him doing too much, but I really like Jordan Howard, man, against Green Bay Packers this Sunday night. I think he's in for about two scores. I think he's going to be over his projection. I do not like Salinas Law, as I indicated in our last segment, because of, why? well, why not? Because they got Jay Ajayi, and I guess what, Aaron Rodgers might get sacked quite a few times, maybe lose a couple fumbles, maybe a couple interceptions against that new ferocious Bears defense coming out the woodwork, homeboy. What you got? God, yeah. I'm, I, 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 I really like Aaron Rodgers. I think the quarterback matchup definitely. Oh, why don't you go suck his dick, Carl? Suck his fucking cock, will you? Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to need you to relax there. Fuck. Just just take it back a bit. Supplies. Uh, Takes this one. I'm going to go ahead and go with that one. All right, next one. Uh, BJ Nut on chest. Hashtag swallowed. And she swallowed it. Or she's. I have no idea. Uh, Versus Yankees all the way. Uh, What's your preview on this one? Man, this is going to be matchup of the week. Believe me, this is going to be the tightest matchup. Tight like a pair of cheeks that a BJ nut just dropped on him. I like Kirk Cousins to blow it up in his debut in Minnesota against San Francisco, who I think are a bit suspect. But I also like Russell Wilson to tear it up at Denver. So I, I think this is going to be a close one. They're projected at both in the 80s. I think they're going to overexceed those. I'm thinking both teams hit the 100 club. But I do like just barely Yankees all the way. By two points, I'm thinking 104 to 102. Jeez. I don't know, man. Kirk Cousins gets Minnesota. Uh, It's going to be – look, Yankees all the way does have a good solid team. Like I said, if they stay healthy, week one is going to be pretty good. Um, This one's kind of a toss-up for me. So just for the hell of it, just because I can't stand your ass and uh, whatever cheeks we're talking about, I think uh, BJ Nutt on Tom Tobiaski's cheeks takes it this week. So. Yikes. Hey, you like that one, eh? Hey, hey, hey. Me, me right. cheeks. Last, the part of one of the worst matches we're going to talk about. Last year was Luck uh, versus In It to Win It. Give it to me. Oh, my goodness. I absolutely hate this matchup. You know, like we indicated earlier, In It to Win It made a terrible draft selection. They're starting Ben Roethlisberger, who always has a tough time against Cleveland because it's a division rival. Cleveland sucks, but guess what? Ben Roethlisberger will be, go un- will be going under his projection. I'd actually bench him if I was her, but hey, I'm not her. Um, and he's got Cam Newton, who I think is going to have a great day against Dallas. T.Y. Hilton, also going to light it up with Andrew Luck on the route. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, last year was Luck. Um, is going to pull this one off quite handily. I think yeah, uh, the tough. score would be 80... 250. It's a big blowout by about 30 points. Wow. Wow. I, 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 last year was I don't give a fuck. And this year is saying um, this is going to be a horrible matchup. Um, if you're going to, just based on matchups, I'm just going to give it to uh, last year was luck just because just I really don't 
see in come on in it to win it this year. All right, let's just move on to something more. No, nah, something more exciting. That shit sucks, man. It makes my balls itch. All right, uh, Lendell White versus... Uh, yeah, I think I have other problems, but I'll let you know about that later. Uh, Lendell White versus Joe Mixon's Ooh. Fight Club. Fight Club. Who's fighting? Hey, so we're going to break down the fourth wall over here and tell you guys, Lendell White, who has not changed his name yet, team owner Dave Sinas and also Carpenters Union president, uh, we were at a bar in Indianapolis for Indy 500, the bartender comes up to him and says, hey, man, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you look just like Lindell White. And this was uh, the biggest comic comedic relief we had all weekend. So we thank that bartender, and we certainly, I believe Dave stiffed him hard in more ways than one. Anyways, back to the conversation at hand. <laughs> Joe Mixon's Fight Club, I believe that's Ascoin, and he's back at it with a whole new team, whole new name, a little nice little icon, a little giffy. Uh, that's, that's real cute. He's exploring Pat Mahomes, and uh, he's got, of course, Joe Mixon, who should have a decent day against the Indianapolis terrible defense. Uh, but he's also got Jarvis Landry, who I absolutely hate, oh, yeah. cannot stand, and I think he should go to hell. Uh, on the other side of things, Lindell White, he's got uh, Alex Smith, who is a low-ceiling quarterback, not a fan of, but he also got Kareem Hunt. We've seen what Kareem Hunt did last season in the first game of the year. He went off for three touchdowns. Can he do it this year? Probably not because he's going against tough def- tougher defense than the Los Angeles Chargers. So I think this is actually going to be a lot closer. I'm sorry I'm, I'm going over my time. I apologize. It's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be in the 70s, both teams, but I believe Lindale White pulls this off barely 74-70. to 70. Wow. Well, no, I'm going to go ahead and continue because you talk too damn much uh, with uh, Joe Mixon's Fight Club. Um, I do like the the matchups that he has. I don't feel like Green Hunt's going to come out as strong. Um, Odell Beckham, there's way too much reliant on that guy. It's just, it's just too much pressure. I like the matchups that uh, uh, Joe Mixon's Fight Club has um, against uh, Indianapolis and uh, some pretty shitty. There's a lot of stuff going on in Pittsburgh, and there's um, some good matchups there, so I feel again. Joe Mixon takes one, this one out um, pretty easily. So I'm gonna say 80 to 72. Um, next one up, La Bamba flying guitar at MySpace versus Repo that Pope Mobile. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like La Bamba and his flying guitar to pull this one off, man. And I'll tell you one major reason why. There's a battle of New England, so uh, La Bamba has Gaskowski and Repo, that damn Popemobile, has Tom Brady. Here, here's a hot take for you. I think Gaskowski scores more points than Tom Brady in this matchup against Houston. Yeah, I said it. Fuck you, Tom Brady. Wow. I don't think you're going to score that many points. But he also has got the GOAT. Wow. La Bamba's got the GOAT on his team. He's got Andrew Luck. And he's got Mike Evans and Keenan Allen. So I think those guys are all going to have some pretty decent weeks. I really like Mike Evans this week at, uh, at New Orleans. But uh, overall, I think LaBamba and his flying guitar wins 85-75. Well, about 10 points. Not a bad matchup, but definitely one that he succeeds fairly easily. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take um, <clears throat> LaBamba as well, but not because of Andrew Luck. Um, and obviously I think Tom Brady is going to be, you know, held back a lot more weeks. The first couple of weeks, he really doesn't go off like he normally does. He has to get used to everything. Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a big factor for LaBamba. And I think that's just when it's going to go down. So I'm going to go ahead and favor, uh, LaBamba flying guitar at MySpace. All right, folks. Well, that, that, I guess that finishes it up for the second segment. Next segment we got up next is our hot or not. 
And of course, this is for all the masses out there, all the people tuning in, the thousands and thousands of people that vote us and give us upvotes. We appreciate the subscriptions. We're going to vote on next three guys you must start in week one and three guys you should probably stay the fuck away from. Week one must starts. Carl, can you please give me and the listeners at home, what are your three must-starts for week one? Guys, that probably won't be... Don't you dare give me Drew Brees or some shit like that. Give me something good. Give me something juicy. (laughs) Something tangy, baby. Let's just start off with Joe Mixon versus uh, Indianapolis. Running back from Cincinnati, I think that's definitely a must-start. That's your number one right there. Uh, Indy has, obviously, as we know for the past couple years, probably one of the worst defenses out there. Uh, Joe Mixon has to be a star for everyone in this league. Um, we, we thought that you're not going to be scoring anything. Um, this is like a guaranteed point uh, getter for you this upcoming week. Indianapolis has been struggling. Um, might as well just capitalize on that. So go ahead and start Joe Mixon from Cincinnati. You're running back. Uh, Marshawn Lynch versus the Rams. Um, God, I just that, what else can you say? We got, you know, the Raiders are going through some changes. Obviously, you know, you know, they have a brand new head coach. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is back in there. Uh, they're going up against the Rams. They got something to prove. So, and you know, the, the head coach is going to Gruden's going to be out there for for some points. So he's going to get aggressive with it. Last but not least, you got to put in Philip Rivers uh, against the Kansas City defense. I feel like this Kansas City defense is just not going to be strong this upcoming year. Um, it's probably one of the weakest ones. Not going to get obviously from the laughter. You're not. <laughs> I'm not going to get a lot of. Uh, uh, support on that one, no, but Phillips River, Phillip Rivers against Kansas City. Come on, man. Look at that defense line. Got to go ahead and start Phillip Rivers. You got to get aggressive with it. So Phillip Rivers is going to get you some points. That Kansas City defense is going to collapse, I guarantee you, in week one. Go ahead. Give it to me. Who's I, your I, I, am, I'm, I don't know what to say about that, but we'll, we'll discuss that a little more when I tell you who guys you should sit. And I tell you what, you may have just mentioned one that's on my list. Anyways, I will start off with something of a rarity. And I'm going to say a must-start this week is Nelson Aguilar. No, not because his last name means that he could be working at some sort of taco booth. No, it's because it's a Thursday night football game. It starts the season off. Crazier shit happens in the week one of every NFL season. And guess what? Who else are they going to throw to? Who else is the backup for Carson Wentz? Because I can't remember his name because it doesn't matter. Who else is he going to throw to? He doesn't got his number one receiver there. So he's obviously got Ertz, but I think Ertz might be a little hurt or doing some shit. Uh, so I would say that would be a must-start. Nelson Aguilar. You hear me? Nelson Aguilar. He's projected for seven points, and that's on the upswing. I think he's double digits. I'm looking at him for 12. Another wow. guy I really like this week is Keelan Cole, wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, we all know Blake Bortles absolutely sucks, but he's going against the Giants, whose secondary sucks. And I assume Sunday at noon, this should be a decent uh, amount of points being scored in this game. I mean, you've really got to be a dumbass, and they have no other wide receivers aside from him. He's the number one guy since they had some injuries there. Uh, some other things escape me at this point in time. Another guy <laughs> I like, and I, do, I know that you're going to say this is home cooking, Carl, but I really like Jack Doyle here in week one. The Colts, oh, my God. The Colts are projected to, on, run, to be running a lot of two wide receivers or two tight end sets, uh, at least running out the gate. The Colts do not have a, a legit number two wide receiver. So guess who's number two right now? Jack fucking Doyle. He's their number two receiver, and he's also a huge red zone target. I'd say Andrew Luck trusts him. He can't throw the ball as far as he used to. Not quite yet. They're not letting him unleash the gun. 
why not throw a tight end in there? Our running back is out, injured. You got to throw somebody else. Jack Doyle is a must start. He's a plus, he's a 15 points, fantasy points this week. Mark my words, homie. Week one, sit him. Now, can you please give me three guys you should, you believe you should sit uh, for week one? And don't you dare tell me fucking Carson Wentz or some other jabroni that's already out on the IR. I got, I got a couple for you. I don't think you're going to be too happy about it, but we're going to go ahead and discuss that and see what you think. All right, my first one is going to be Jamal Williams. you got to sit him. Sit him versus the Bears. Jamal Williams against the, the, with the Green Bay Packers against the Ooh. Chicago Bears first week. We know what the defense looks like now. It's going to be a totally different. Everybody's amped up from just, just that one trade. So Mac makes a difference this week. And I feel like they're going to go ahead and stuff Jamal Williams and not going to give him a, a chance to get out of that uh, out of the backfield. So um, that's my first one right there. Uh, my next one is going to be Sit Ty Hilton. Sorry, wow. I just don't think he's going to get the ball. He's not going to get the ball. I mean, you you mentioned it already. You know, he's not going to have confidence in his arm. They're not going to let him go ahead and 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 throw like he used to. Andrew Luck obviously is going to be. You know, held down for multiple reasons, but we're we're not going to see uh, the old Andrew Luck. So you agree uh, with me? Then. You so you're agreeing with me that Jack Doyle is a, a great asset? I don't think Jack Doyle's going to be. I don't know. I'm hoping that Jack Doyle does do well this week, but I, I just don't see that happening in this upcoming way. I think he, uh, he's not going to go to his tight end as, as as much as you think he will be. Yeah, it, it is what it is, man. And my last one, I guess, is going to be uh, sit uh, Doug Baldwin uh, with the Seahawks. He's, uh, my, you know, I heard and I, I've read reports that he's quote unquote, won't be fully healthy. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, just, that makes me nervous, man. You can't go, uh, with the Seahawks and, you know, play football if you're not hundred percent healthy. I'm just, just not successful. Obviously look at Andrew Luck, look at one of the biggest, you know, all these big names. If you're not healthy going into the season, I don't think you're going to have a great season. So, um, I just say sit Doug Baldwin, sit T.Y., Definitely said Jamal Williams. Um, that's those my three. Wow, that's uh, pretty ballsy, Carl. I did like some of those calls there. I liked, especially like that first one. Uh, first things first, I'm going to start off and say yeah. a, a big guy you do not want to start this week is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers against Kansas against the Kansas City Chiefs has been bad, historically bad. If you look wow. at the can I can I talk? Yeah, can, I, can I talk? You uh, you want facts or do you want to just? Yeah, have you seen the defense of the Kansas City? Philip Rivers. Philip Philip Rivers scored no, go three ahead, go points ahead. Give me, give me the and facts. seven well, points, I believe, in 2017 against two games against Kansas City. In 2016, he did the same thing. Didn't score over eight points. The guy has not gone over eight points against Kansas City in two seasons, and I believe he's played him four times in those two seasons. Carl. This is a, a big-time guy you stay the hell away from against Kansas City. Kansas City knows how to play this guy. It's a division rival. You stay the hell away from Phillip Rivers. Do not tr- trust me. I've got him on my team. You know what I did? I went out and got Eli Manning because I don't trust Phillip Rivers. My second guy I won't start is Jared Goff. And you're going to say, what the fuck are you talking about? He's playing against Oakland. Oakland is demoralized. They don't got crap on defense. <laughs> Um, here's yeah. why. It's because it's called a Todd Gurley day. Todd Gurley is going to go off for maybe 39 fantasy points. And they're not even going to need Jared Goff. I don't expect Jared Goff to even play in the second half of this game. Jared Goff will not, this will not be a result of poor performance. This will be a fact of we don't need him to play or get hurt. He might rack up 
eight points, nine points. But guess what? It's going to be Todd Gurley's birthday, New Year's, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, whatever. It's all Todd Gurley day, all day. I mean, you know what I'm going to Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to completely stay away from my third pick because I don't know who. I haven't done my research, and I'm not going to put out there something I can't stand behind 100% like I am standing behind my first two selections, Carl. So I'm going to actually have to uh, bow out on the third pick. But I'm sure if I would have came up with one, it would have been damn good, damn oh juicy, gotta, and the you, listeners would have loved it. There's so many multiple ones you could have picked from. You could, you could honestly say Andrew Luck sit out week one. I, I, I mean, just the based goat. on just – you, you can't I mean there's a lot of people out there with confidence I mean week one here's the thing about week one week one anything can happen you know there's really exactly the the, the exactly. whole element of surprise can, can have you know when he, Tom Brady can go out week one I mean we've seen you that can get a, you can get BJ on your chest and end up in your mouth you don't know what can happen week yeah, one it just exactly. happens I, I still don't understand how that works but Carl I don't believe we have anything left to go over about week one what do you, what anything else uh, final words you got yeah, I got one for you, Tom. Too. He asked me, uh, uh, do your fucking research. How about that? We'll start off with that. Yeah, yes, great. sir. Yes, sir, Carl. <laughs> we'll see on Monday whose research worked out for them. Uh, Monday, late, late night as well. Late night. Uh, late night. In the late there night. There you go. Bang, bang, boogie, to bang, to bang, boogie. All right, y'all. It's been wonderful. Hope you all have a wonderful night. And uh, we'll be back at you next week with another podcast. Signing off with Tom yeah. Tobiaski. And I'm Carl Campbell. Have a good week All right. one. Alright, y'all. Peace out. Alright. Many styles you cramp. I clock rocks in the rain till my socks is damp. Ain't nothing like being a thug when I could just sit on a row of death straight, knowing that I'm blessed. Hussein fatal, flawless fatality, overdosing on prime, three steps from reality. Get up, take it down. Represent the town. Last night was popping like cock locks with hollow tip. For booty calls the bail sheets. It ain't no telling if I wake up in the county in my jail sheets. My intuitions and ambitions up in the late night probably involves me coming up but just to see another day. Might be me who bites the bullet. Any streets where a man journey with crooked cops in a society who trying to burn me in like a pit in a cage. Bitting my shells in a gauge, deadly as AIDS. Niggas getting coarse like a maze. I'm picturing me living my life like a king. Maybe one day until I'm living Monday from Sunday. Bringing the gunplay for all these beats and battles. When we collide, I'm a ride on that high like cattle. Cowards, pestles, cattle in the late night.